So now the Chavetz Chaim is going to tell us uh, a couple of examples of times when it's a mitzvah, a person should uh, almost volunteer themselves to, uh, to listen to Lashon Hara, one of those situations, in case we haven't really talked about it so much before. Sometimes it's the right thing to do. Sometimes you should listen. What, what are these uh, scenarios? So one example is, let's say you're in a group and someone starts to talk about somebody. And they start telling a story. And you know that you know the real story. So if you listen to the story and let the, let the person unload and say, oh, that crazy thing that person did, you can let them finish and then say, actually, you got it wrong. You'll be able to answer and respond to the person. And because you listened intently and you heard every single detail that they gave, you're able to respond to them and tell them, well, actually, the story they told is actually false. If I would go, la, 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 right, and close my ears and not listen, I wouldn't actually be able to respond and rectify the situation. So it says the Chavetz Chaim, if you can listen, and then you can explain to the group why uh, actually everything that this person just said is wrong, so then it's permi- not only is it permissible, but it becomes a mitzvah because you save everybody else from Kabbalah slash and So that's actually a great idea. And he actually writes in the, in the footnote, he says, it's actually a great etzah, he says, if a person made a mistake and was actually listened to Lashon Hara, what can they do afterwards? They say they, they, say they didn't realize. They, were, they, you know, they weren't paying attention. And they started listening. They, oh my gosh, I'm listening to Lashon Hara. So what's the best thing to do? Immediately afterwards, say to the group, wait a second, isn't it possible that it's not exactly what it, right? You start right away to try to give the, give the play the devil's advocate is your opportunity right that moment to actually rectify the situation and explain why you think that maybe it's not really correct. He points out that's only going to work if the person who's telling the story is, you know, someone who could hear it. If the person's just going to, the more you attack back, the more they're going to add on, no, I actually know, I have more proofs and more, so that's going to make it worse. All right, so then you have to be chachamin and barosho and decide if it's worthwhile to counter or not to counter. Fine. So that's example number one of a time where it's a mitzvah to listen to someone who has something to say about somebody else. And it gives a second answer. And this answer, we talked about a little bit on Tisha B'av. Actually, we talked about it a lot on Tisha B'av. Is what about a situation of a person who's upset? Right, a person who's upset. They feel they've been wronged or something happened to them. And you know that if you listen to them and let them, and some say that the Chavetz Chaim here is talking about venting. Right? You, sometimes a person needs to get something off their chest and need someone to talk to. Right? And you're going to be that person for them. And you're going to listen. And you hear what they have to say. That's so terrible. I feel so bad. It's, it's really horrible. I'm so sorry that 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 happened, right? And you, and you let them kind of let it out. And the Chavetz Chaim says, and you know that by doing that, maybe they won't need to go now and tell somebody else. And the other person they might tell might be a person who would like, right, join in. Ah, oh, yeah, right, right? And you're going to listen. You may not, you have to decide. It will also be Chachan in, in Marosha's, you know, if you know how, you know, uh, emotionally to, to talk to somebody who is having a hard time, answering them right away while they're wrong, and that's not really true, it didn't really happen, that's not necessarily going to go so well, right? So you have to know how to, how, how to have the conversation. But if the person, person can come to you and vent and let it out, and you can be there for them and listen to them and machazik them, and uh, feel better. And now they don't have to go, right? If you can be a good active listener and really take it in, so maybe they won't go to somebody else. Chavz Chaim says, of course, he says, while you're listening, you can't be mamin, you can't be makabel, you can't accept it as fact. You have to listen to them. It's very hard. It's a hard thing to do to validate the person, listen to them, and in your mind, in your heart, not to be macabre as, as fact. But says the Chavetz Chaim in that scenario, that would be a situation again where it might be even a mitzvah to listen because by, by you listening and letting them get it off your chest, they won't go now and tell somebody else. We, we spoke about it, like, like I said, a little bit, a bunch on, on Tisha B'Av, that there are posts, can we talk about this? There's other posts who mentioned this also, this idea of venting, that sometimes a person needs to, a person feel, feeling upset, 
Gemara says, Yasi Chinas. So some say, there's two opinions in the Gemara. One says, Yashchani Medaita, just forget about it, get over it. And the other say, No, Yasi Chinas, you gotta talk about it with somebody. When you're upset about something, you gotta talk to somebody. So certainly that's true about sometimes you have to go to a therapist. But even it's true sometimes just with a friend. And you need someone to talk to, someone to tell it to. And there's a value there of being able to tell somebody and, and, uh, and say, Rabbi Jack has an article where he, where he mentions this idea. And he says, but he thinks it should be, again, you hold it to one person. The one person you talk to, you get it out, you talk it through, and, and it makes it, you, you can feel better. And that person knows to, you know, be, to, to listen in the right way. And then that's it. I'm not going to go then. If I have to do it with five, six, seven different people, maybe that's not going to be the same head there anymore. But there are, is, we know, emotionally it's correct, it's true, that people need that sometimes. And being able to, to, to let it out can be emotionally healthy for the person and can avoid them having to go and talk to multiple people about it. So, this is, you know, so these, these two examples are, are very, very important ones. Number one, sometimes you listen so you can respond. And number two, sometimes you listen so that the person can, uh, can, can vent and feel a little bit better. Okay, uh, next. So he says, fine, but let's go back a little bit and we'll just introduce this one now. Maybe we'll see how much we have a couple of minutes. So he says, what about this idea of Shemir Slashanara? So he says that that Isra of Shemir Slashanara is what? If you go to listen. Right, you're on, you, you know what's going on. You know the conversation that's taking place. And you go you know, to sit down, to have a seat at the table, to be a part of the conversation that you know is going to be a Lashanara conversation. Right? We spoke about before the concept of Bali Lashanara and to be a part of that group is such a terrible thing. And you go and you know. He goes, well, what happens, he says, if you're sitting at the table, I don't know about you, I don't know about you, I've had this situation before, right? You're sitting at a table and people are having a conversation. All of a sudden, the conversation turns. Conversation turns to Lashon Hara, right? And now you're stuck and you're sitting in that spot. So what do you do? So he says, obviously, he says, if you're able to get up and walk out of the room, that's the best thing to do. But sometimes, he says, a person isn't, doesn't have the wherewithal to do that. Some other person is in a place where it would be so disrespectful and not nice to get up and walk out that I would argue that a lot of times you could get up, you can excuse yourself to the bathroom or whatever. There's many times when a person, adults, or, you know, sometimes you're talking to a teenager or, or, a, or, or a college student, you know, someone who's at their parents' table or something, that's, maybe it's a harder thing. For an adult, uh, I think it's most of the time we can, we can probably, A, we could say something. Maybe we should move to a different conversation. Or we can get up and walk out of the room. We can excuse ourselves to the restroom. But he says, let's say you can't. <laughs> so the next option is to do this. He said that. Do this. Put your fingers in your ears. Some say that's why we have earlobes. That you can, right? But uh, that's another option. He says, but sometimes you can't do it here. It's too awkward. It's too, you're too embarrassed. And he says, you're nervous that they're going to laugh at you. Right? If you do that. If you walk away, you close your ears. So what do you do? He says, you sit there and you, you machazik yourself. And he says, it's a beautiful language that he uses. He says, I'll call upon him Yira Az Lazaris et Asmo Lahamid al Nafsho Beis Tsara Kazu Vililicho Milchames Hashem in Yitzro. Sit and do battle with your Yitzhara. Kadeshla Yikasha, I'll call upon him the Isra de Rais al Shemir Kaval Sashanar. And you should fight with yourself not to be Makabal. What, what does that mean? He says, there's three ways to do it. Three things. Number one, he says, Yachlip and Nafsho Beheskim Gamar Shalala Amin. Number one, you say to yourself, I'm not believing this to be true. Do all kinds of mental gymnastics, I don't believe it. Number two, he says, Lo You shouldn't enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. You can't enjoy it. And number three, he says, this is really hard. You shouldn't show with your face, let's have a poker face. In any way that you agree, in any way you agree, rather what you do, sit like a stone. Can't leave, 
You can't walk out, you can't say something, so sit there silently, saying nothing without any response. And then he says, if you do that, then at least in that situation, you're, you're not being mikabal, you're not even being, you're doing no active, active action to, to listen, and at least in that situation, you've warred with yourself, you've fought the Nechem with the Yitzhara, and can avoid the, the Yitzhara of Shemir